Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are tuning in here today. This month of March, we are going to take some time to answer questions, to talk about the topics that you guys want to talk about. So if you guys will on Instagram, if you will DM us, if you will tag us and let us know what it is you guys want to hear about, what topics you want to hear about. So Pastor TJ and I can talk about that. Well, one of the things that, one of the questions, I guess, that we get quite a bit is relationship questions. You know, how do I have a good marriage? What do I choose in a spouse? Like, uh, you know, some of those different questions. So we thought today we would talk about all things relationships. So TJ, if I could ask you a question real quick. Okay. What do you think... What would you tell everybody the most important thing in a relationship? And I guess this could be marriage, friendship, something you're looking for in a in a spouse. What do you think is the most important thing? I think the most important thing is, is if you're not satisfied, first and foremost, with a relationship with God and that being a priority, then you're probably not re- ready for any other relationship because mm-hmm. a lot of people are end up being too uh, codependent on somebody else for their identity, their worth, their value, uh, their image, their, you know, and, and and that's an unhealthy place to be. Yeah. And so the the first thing I would tell somebody is I would say, like, how how dependent on God are you? Like, mm-hmm. is that, is that, a, is that, if you have to be single for the rest of your life, but you get to be with God, is that sufficient enough? Yeah. And I, I would imagine that most people would say probably not. Correct. But- but I, I do think that that's a good point because so many times when we enter into relationship, sometimes we get so dependent on the other person and their words and, yeah. you know, what they think about us or how they make us feel. And it, it's a really unhealthy place to be that dependent on somebody else's yeah. input into your life. I, w- I would say it like this. In, instead of looking for the right person, are you becoming the right person? Yeah. So if if you're not the person, you know, you don't have the qualities, you don't have the attributes, you haven't developed the things in your life mm-hmm. that have made you sufficient, then you're going to go into a relationship insufficient. So you're going to be, you're not going to be able to give the other person what they need because yeah. you can't even get it yourself first. Yeah. I think that's, that's so good. You know, I, gosh, I just had a thought in my head and it absolutely just went out the other side. Darn it. Well, anyways, I think it's a really good point that if we're not secure in our relationship with God and we're not dependent on that, that it's really hard to be able to invest in a relationship. Because I know for me, I think whether it's a marriage relationship or whether it's something that you're looking for in a spouse, I think in both cases, it's important because I, I talk to a lot of people that are married and they're going, man, my relationship's struggling and my husband won't do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, but what are you doing to find security in yourself, in your relationship with God? Because the more secure you feel in that relationship, 
your your physical relationship begins to change. Yeah, and and that's the the thing is again, it's that dependency on somebody yep. else. Yeah. That just it it's when you do that you're setting it up on an unhealthy mm-hmm. foundation. Mm-hmm. And and this is a foundational aspect. I don't care what kind of relationship it is whether it's a friendship, whether it's a dating relationship, whether it's a marriage relationship. If if you need something from them. Yeah. To make you whole, mm-hmm. that is always going to leave you wanting. Well, and I, I think we hear a lot of people say, "Well, I'm looking for that other person to complete me." Yeah, now, another person are, can't complete exactly, you. and you are complete in Christ. Yeah, first of all, you don't need anybody else to complete you, and so if you're looking for that in someone else, you are all they are always going to fail you. They're always going to disappoint you, and so if you guys are are looking in your relationship and you're dependent on that other person giving you words of affirmation on that other person noticing things about you you are in a you're in a scary place because your dependency is on someone else rather than your relationship with God yeah and I think a natural byproduct of, of you having a healthy relationship with God is that uh, I, I want to serve my spouse I want to serve yep. in those relationships I want to I'll notice things about them. Yeah. Why? Because I'm not so self-focused. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to meet my needs. And this yeah. is this is the this is the interesting part because I'm getting my needs met by God. I'm not trying to get my needs met through Shayla now. Yep. Therefore, I can see things in Shayla's life that I can add value to, that mm-hmm. I can help her in, that I can serve her in because I'm not looking for her to to feel something. And because yeah. of that, I'm not. So focused on that, I get to see a, a, a wide range of mm-hmm. different things. Well, I truly believe that if if we don't experience that love in our relationship with Jesus, like he, he is the author of love. And if we don't have that in our own lives, then it's really hard to display that for other people or to love someone in the way that we should love if we're not, you know, first accepting and receiving that love from God. I remember before we were dating, you know, I was, I had gotten out of this horrible relationship and the, the thing I decided to do, I was like something that I've, that I've never done. I've been in this terrible relationship and I don't ever want to be in a relationship like that anymore. And so I remember just opening up my Bible and I started reading and I started journaling and I started doing all of these things that I had never done before. And I remember praying this prayer of going, man, God, I really just want to be satisfied the rest of my life, just me and you. And my heart was truly in that place. And that's actually when you came into the picture, kind of right after I prayed that prayer. And it's like, yes, that's the place I want you to get to where you're totally dependent on me. Because when I bring TJ into your life, he's not going to measure up to the things. (laughs) I knew if I used those words, it it would get you. Okay, so... First and foremost would be a relationship with God, fall in love with Jesus. Yeah. Second second thing I would say is is you you've got to have active communication. And and I use the word active because yep. a lot of people they don't communicate. It's not an active thing that they're intentional mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. on a daily basis where they're where they're going, hey, we're gonna have undivided attention. Right. Where we're gonna communicate. I I mean, one of the things that, you know, we we ha- we were parents for a season. I realized parenting creates chaos. Oh yeah, um, and it your time and your time all, and your working jobs and all of those mm-hmm. things. But one of the things that we learned through 
I actually learned years ago, I went through growing kids God's way when mm-hmm. I was, when, before we had kids. Yeah. One of the things they talked about is, is like, man, you have to have a certain amount of time every day mm-hmm. to communicate, to create mm-hmm. security in your kids. And I thought to myself, well, it's not about just creating security in your kids. What about creating security in your relationship? Yep. You know, and so, so making your spouse a priority that we're going to sit down, not no TV, no phones. Mm-hmm. We're going to have undivided attention mm-hmm. and we're just going to talk. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we we do this all the time. We sit down and we have these conversations. We we check in constantly with mm-hmm. one another. We're just, hey, how's it going? How was your day? What's happening? Yeah. Is uh, there anything that I could be doing different that yeah. can, you know, make this better? Yeah. And and being serious about that. You know, I think a lot of times the problem with communication is people only communicate when they're frustrated. Yeah. And when you're frustrated, it, it's really hard to communicate things with the right heart and the right attitude. And it's really hard for the person on the other side to receive that. Well, not only that, but everything's negative. Exactly. So so if you only communicate when you're frustrated, all the other person is hearing the negative. Mm-hmm. They think, man, my spouse is just a complainer. Yep. Like I do nothing right. And and a lot of people just go, well, if I can't do anything, nothing right, I'm not going to do anything at all. Yeah. And then, you know, it just, it just builds this even more lack of communication mm-hmm. in the relationship. And and people always wait till it's at its worst to go, right. I need to get help. No, no, no. You need to start getting help now. Now. Yeah. You know, and learning how to have healthy conversations, healthy conflict. Yep. Um, I mean, we we had a situation the the other weekend where uh you were doing something that was helpful, just not in the right time. Like it was right after a weekend service yeah. on a Saturday night. And and I appreciated what right. you brought to me. It was helping me, but it wasn't at the right time. Mm-hmm. And us, me getting frustrated and then coming back and going, I'm sorry, I'm frustrated with you. Yeah. Because what you said was correct. Yeah. Like it just wasn't said at the right time. And us having that conversation. Helped so much. Because I want I want the help. I yeah. need to see that blind spot that I can't see. Yeah. Uh, I just need to see it at the, at, at the right time. Mm-hmm. But we're able to have that conflict. And we know that that com- you don't hate me because there's conflict. No, no, no. no. The conflict is going to make us better. Well, and I think the way that you approached it in the end is when you, like you circled back and said, hey, Shayla, you know, what you said wasn't wrong and I appreciate it. But maybe next time, just, you know, here's when a better timing would have been. And even communicating through stuff like that, like I appreciated that you came back to have the conversation so that I know for next time, man, what's what's a better way to do this so that you can receive it? The problem is most people, they don't apologize. They don't say I was wrong. They don't circle back and say, you know, yeah. I appreciate this about you. Maybe we could approach this in a different way next time. Yeah. Instead, we just get frustrated and either don't talk yeah. Or we just get angry with one another. And and I I do see this as being one of the biggest things in relationship that if people can learn how and and you can learn how. Oh yeah. Like you it, it's a practiced thing like to do every single day. Maybe I mean I don't know if there's a format that we could give people. I mean some of it's just like sit down and talk, put down your phone, turn off the TV. Yeah. How was your day? <laughs> yeah, start with 15 minutes. Yeah. And, and that's hard for some people because the average, what is it? The average couple 
I mean, I don't know what the exact stat is off the top of my head, but it's 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 like in it's single not. single digit minutes. Oh yeah, it's like five minutes or something. So so just sitting down and communicating, you know, and and telling your kids like, hey, listen, this is mommy and daddy time, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to wait. Like you can wait fifteen yeah. minutes, and if you can't wait fifteen minutes, you're grounded. You know, yeah. so you're gonna be waiting a whole lot longer. No, I'm just kidding. Well, and, but and there, go ahead. Sorry, there's something about. Your kids seeing yes, you. Yes, that's where I was going to go. Have conversations that's going to instill things like your security. It's going to instill security, but you're also teaching them what a healthy relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to we're going to we're going to download the day. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about things. You know, uh, one of the things that that we learned a long time ago is just like the checkup, marriage checkup thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk to them a little bit about the marriage checkup? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's different for us all the time, but usually, usually for us, the marriage checkup is, you know, you've, you've talked about seven, seven, seven before, right? Like, and every couple should put this in, into practice, you know, every seven days you should be going on some sort of a date. Um, every seven weeks you do a night away and then every seven months, you know, you, you go on a trip or vacation, you know, without your children. Yes. Without your children. And typically for us, that's in one of those scenarios, you know, probably seven weeks, I would say. Um, And usually when we're away, we're just talking, hey, what's going really good in our relationship? And we both can share what are some of the things that you're doing great at? And, you know, and then and, and typically it's it's us asking the questions. It's me asking you, hey, what is something that maybe I could do a little bit differently yeah. in our relationship that would be helpful to you or how I do something isn't quite, you know, yeah, is a point may, of contention. What might be frustrating right yeah, now. Yeah. And so we have an opportunity to talk through that. And then for us, we sometimes we talk about goals. Like what are what are some of the goals that we have both personally and in ministry and things like that. And it just kind of gives us Yeah. I mean, when we were we were away right in the beginning of the year, we we sat down at like, hey, what are five things that we want to see happen this year? Mm-hmm. Personally, you know, professionally, professionally, mm-hmm. ministry, mm-hmm. in our marriage, you know, like what financially, financially, what? And we just talked about those things. Like, mm-hmm. what do we want to see happen? And because we're communicating about it, then if we're missing the mark, we can go, hey, listen, that wasn't like. Shayla, you're spending way too much at, at Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> We're going to package every day. That is not going to help us meet our financial right, goal right. Uh, of what we kind of talked about yeah. this year. And and it's just having, but it's funny that way because we talked about it on the front end that we can, we can come back to those things mm-hmm. and it helps redirect and it helps us get aligned again on where we want to go as a family. Well, and I think what's important too is like even even that question of like what am what could I be doing differently? Like what is something that's frustrating right now? Talking about those things is so healthy, but talking about them when you're not frustrated. Yeah. You know, so that you can the other person can hear you and you can communicate clearly. Because a lot of times we want to talk about our frustration in the middle of our frustration. Yeah. And so I I mean I would highly encourage you guys to use something like that and just start somewhere. Yeah. Just try to sit down and talk to each other for five minutes. And it's really good to do it in public because then you're not going to make a fool of yourself either. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that that we have done for a long time is we take walks. Yes. And we go on walks, one, because you're a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, I'm not, so I need activity <laughs> with that. I have to ask TJ a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm naturally, I, I stuff everything. I mm -hmm. internalize everything. I, I'm an internalizer. When I, when I get to a certain point, that's when I come out. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so, you know, for us, walks has, have really helped that because mm -hmm. you get the verbal process. I get to throw input in there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of great conversations are had. And it helps for fitness. And it helps you go on a walk. You know, right. there's there's ben there's benefits on multiple fronts. And it gets you time away from your kids or mm -hmm. activities or your phones and mm -hmm. just lets you focus on one another. I, I will tell you, it's funny. We were talking about this podcast at breakfast a little bit and just talking through some of this. And TJ goes, hey, if the ladies, if they want the guy to open up and like show his emotions, he's like, the key is three letters, S-E. X. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I said, guys, you want those three letters? Talk to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, Consistently. It's funny. Laugh your way to a better marriage. Mark Gunger. I mean, he, yeah. he has this great illustration where he has tons of YouTube. Like you can Google yeah. it on YouTube. But he, he says, you know, the, the way to a man's heart is not through his stomach. It's six inches <laughs> below that, you know, and the way to a, a, a woman's whatever yeah, six, is her heart. Yeah. And, uh, and so PG podcast, here. the PG <laughs> podcast, you know, and, and so it's, it's that understanding that there's this give and take in relationship yeah. that, that opens each other up emotionally, mm -hmm. which is the goal in every relationship. So you can communicate. Yeah. Um, okay. So communication, what, is there anything else that you would say are, are major keys to a successful relationship? I mean, there, there's lots of things that you can do, but that's, it, it starts with your relationship with yeah. God. And communication. And communication. And then it's just, it's just a commitment to each other. Yep. And, yes. And that is, is I'm committed to you and I, mm -hmm. and I realize that love is a verb, yep. which means that there is action that I have to take. That's right. It's like, not a feeling. It's not it's a an feeling. Action. It's love is not a feeling. Like, Feelings follow actions. Yes, they do. And so if you're not feeling loved, you're probably not acting in loving ways. Mm -hmm. And so don't don't base your life around feelings. There's, you know, as hard as it is to imagine, and I know it's the same for you, there are lots of times where I don't feel like loving you. Like yeah. I'm yeah. frustrated with you, but I, I make that choice to make love a verb right. and an action in life and go, man, I choose to love and my feelings will begin to change yeah. based on my actions. And you're amazing at that. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And I know I know you work at that very very hard, but I think you know, I think we comp overcomplicate relationships where it's it's just really it's really simple. It's just not easy to do. Yeah. You know, like it's it some assembly is required. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to put the work in to get the final product. Well, and I think it's so easy to look around at other people and go, man, I wish I had a marriage like TJ and Shayla. But the question is, are you working on your marriage like TJ and Shayla work on our marriage? Yeah. You know, are you investing in those things? Because just like, you know, you make an investment in something and, and you get a return on it. But if there's no investment, if there's no input, if there's no effort, yeah. then why do you expect that it be any different? If you're not communicating with one another, yeah, you know, there's a distance that begins to happen because you just don't know each other. Yeah, and you're not in tune with each other. And so I think, you know, that 
that commitment is also a big deal. I think there's a lot of people that use and, and, and listen, I know there's a lot of people that have been divorced and, and, you know, I believe that, that God covers all of those things. Like I'm not, I'm not saying anything against this, but I think we go there sometimes too quickly and we use that word almost as a, it's the cop out for not wanting to do the work. Yeah. And, and sometimes we use it as a threat. And I would say like, you have to remove that word from your vocabulary. It does not exist when you know, you've entered into the covenant of marriage between you, your spouse and God like that. You have to take the word out of your vocabulary. The one thing I remember we did premarital counseling before we got married. Yeah. And the one thing our premarital counselors, they'd been married for like 60 years. I mean, they were this older couple Mm -hmm. and they said, Hey, they're like, you guys are great. Here's the only thing we'll tell you. And it's the one, the only thing I remember. Yeah. Me too. Divorce is not in your vocabulary. Yep. Like it's just a word that's never going to be uttered in yes. our household. Yep. It's never going to be uttered in a conversation. Like I it's don't just, know. I don't care how bad it is. Yeah. You never use that word as yeah. a threat, as a, you know, because it, cause it's like a seed, it you know, is. that you're planting in there. Like, well, that's not a, that's not even a seed that goes in this garden. Mm-hmm. And so you don't ever want to sow that kind of seed in the garden of your marriage. What yep. you want to do is you want to sow life into it. That's right. And, and you want to find ways. And and I will say this, um, you know, you said a, a, a great point. You, you want to have the marriage that somebody else has. You have to be willing to do the work that they've mm-hmm. done. And and I look back on our marriage, uh, how we prepared for marriage. Listen, yes. if you're a single out there, man, I, I read every book on singleness. Yep. I read every uh, uh, Passion and Purity, Elizabeth Elliot. I mean, all of yeah. all of the the books back in the You got the, the most day. out of it. I'd got every, I was reading books on women. Cause I wanted to, <laughs> like, I was reading T.D. Jake's "Woman, Thou Art Loosed." Uh, I, I was, I was reading all of these books. Why? Because I was preparing for my. I wanted to know what my spouse was preparing for. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what they were thinking, what they were looking for, yeah. what their ideal values were. Yep. And and I wanted to do that the same. And then as we were getting ready to get married, I started reading all these books on marriage. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to to know what does it mean to be a, a godly husband? What is yeah. What are those roles and responsibilities I should have and I should be? I remember uh, Steve Farrar, Point Man, and, and just like all of these books that I read, all these Promise Keeper books, yeah. just getting ready to be the man that I knew I needed to be to be your husband. Yeah. And, and how we've continued to read books and lead mm-hmm. groups and be a part of connect groups we don't do that for everybody else. That we do that for ourselves, so that we become better. Yeah, because every time we're doing, every time I preach a series on relationships, I'm I guarantee our relationship we gets, have to practice gets better because we're practicing what we're learning, and it's this constant, constant thing. The other thing is, is that who you married twenty years ago, they are not the same person today. No. So like we should all be changing and evolving. That yeah. is not a bad thing that your spouse isn't the same person that you married. No, they they we have to be growing and changing. Correct. And, <laughs> and so part of that is is like Shayla is a mystery to me. And so I've got to be studying her all the time because there's new nuances and and things going on and changes taking place and I don't need to study you. I know what you want all the time. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Guys <laughs> <Just, I> are <laughs> simple. No. <laughs> Was okay, it Dr. Okay. Lawrence Schlesinger? She no, said, no, no, no. There's kids listening. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, lots of books that I've... But Her book was The Proper Care and Feeding of Husbands, Husbands. and TJ thinks everybody should read it. <laughs> At least the first, like, two chapters. I don't... After that, you can throw oh it away. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
but it's it's this constant that yeah. you've got to be learning and growing yes. together because we're changing. Yep. And and you're changing and that relationship mm-hmm. is changing. Mm-hmm. And so are you changing it for better? Yeah. Or are you neglecting it and allowing it to get worse? I, w- I will say this too, back on the topic of like when you're single and preparing for whenever that time comes that you find your spouse and, and you get married. I think when you prepare in that kind of way, when you prepare to where it's like, I want to be the best you know, wife that there's going to be. So I'm going to learn, I'm going to grow, I'm going to prepare, I'm going to do all of these things. When you are doing that, you will not just settle yeah. for any joker that comes along because you know, man, I've prepared for this. I've taken time to do this and I'm not just going to settle for some guy that, you know, pops up in my life. No, I want him to have the same, yeah. you know, work ethic in this yeah. relationship that I have. And so I think the more you prepare, I mean, it's just like, you know, when, when you value something, well, yeah. some people, some Maybe that's a bad analogy, but for me, when I, when I value something, let's say, you know, I value fitness and hard work and, you know, doing all that. I'm not, if I just settle for somebody that just likes to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos, you know, there's going to be this, this tension. So when you're preparing and when you value something, you want somebody that comes along that equally values the same thing and you don't, you don't settle, Yeah. you know? So I, I would say that preparation makes a big deal and it saves you sometimes from just settling for any person that comes along. Well, any final resources that you want to share with, with everybody that, I mean, I know there's some great books. I know love and respect Love and respect. is a phenomenal book. If you, if you haven't read that, um, I would, I would say get that book. I would say marriage on a rock by Jimmy Evans. Anything marriage by, on the rock. anything by Jimmy, Jimmy Evans, Evans is, is, phenomenal. is amazing. Uh, uh, Les and Leslie Parrott's all of their stuff is yep. great. I mean, there's yeah. so many great resources on 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 relationships and and preparation for that that are out there that will guide you. And and I I want want to say this, you know, maybe some of you guys are out there struggling. It's not too bad, but you know, it's not where you want it to be. Will you seek help? Yeah, you know. Go to a counselor, get some marriage counseling. It does, it it helps move you forward. It saves you from getting to the end of your rope. So now before it's too late, before it's beyond, you know, what you think could be repaired, seek somebody out and and talk to somebody. Get in a marriage connect group. Start working on those things and applying those things to your life and and you will see God begin to move and change hearts and transform. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a fun topic to talk about, probably TJ and I's favorite topic to talk about. Don't forget to send us your suggestions on what you guys want to hear about. And we will see you guys back here next week.